kids today are so spoiled. And I don't know if it's a generational thing. I don't know if it's now coming to like the forefront because of this whole coronavirus and the fact that like children are at home with their families, homeschooled. And now the parents just have like every opportunity to be involved in their children's lives that they are just spoiling the shit out of them and not teaching them how to be children to eventually grow up to be real adults. Gone are the days of nurturing and loving mothers and stern and the enforcer dad. Now, I think the roles have been completely watered down. They're almost mixed, right? Like guys and women are almost the same thing now and moms and dads are interchangeable. Stick with us because the toast of this show is going to address these little assholes and the lack of obedience that they're getting at home. Welcome back to Jack Point. Your previous session expired 12 hours, 46 minutes, 32 seconds ago. Enter search query now. Searching for dice and pipes. Stand by for shadow run contingency. Scanning system identification number. Prepare to initialize matrix. another episode of the Shadowrun version of the Dice and Pipes podcast. Uh, we're coming to you for the week of uh, May 11th. Did we do that on the D&D side? I'm like borderline drunk, I think, at this point. I can't remember if we referenced the calendar date. Yeah, May the 11th be with you. You did say that. And then you scored. Oh, that's why, because I fucking hate Star Wars douchebags. So I completely tuned it out. How did your May the 4th go? Was it, was it a good day? It was every other day. It was every other day. Just like Revenge of the Fifth. You know what infuriates me? This whole bullshit. Like, I enjoy a good meme or two or three, whatever. Um, the, I can't believe that Cinco de Mayo is on the same day as Taco Tuesday and we're affected by a Spanish virus named Corona. I must have seen that fucking meme about a hundred times. And if the meme had some sort of like corporeal form, that I can strangle. That that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Uh, by the way, I just want to let everybody know that. Yes. Not, fuck! I tried to. I'm great. By the way, it. thanks for asking. I, I was going to ask in a minute. I didn't even say who you are. The <laughs> listeners don't even know who you are. They just hear me and some voice in the background. That's about to make me roll dice to drink. On dice and pipes, shadow run. When you fuck up your words, mm-hmm. you find yourself in a roll to drink situation. Mm-hmm. And as always, here on the shadow run side of things, we'll be rolling five dice. With a threshold of three. And of course, we all know that it's five and sixes. Yes. As always. Yes. 
Not, not fours. Not fours, no. Fours do not count. No, because anybody who's been rolling fours for the last four weeks of the Shadowrun campaign, yeah. they, they'd be an amateur. I have four successes. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, they're digital style die, so I can actually read them properly. I have three fives and a nine. <laughs> I'm being hypnotized, dude. You have like this fucking wind vane outside that is constantly spinning because it's like 30 below. It's fucking cold. It's May and it's freezing and it's windy. The wind was so bad that that thing has been broken into pieces. Are you serious? It's missing several segments. Both sides are supposed to be spinning. Yeah, I can't tell because it's in a perpetual state of motion. <laughs> you know? It's kind of like me at home because of my back injury. I, I'm constantly on the move. Yeah. I must say, I have to give credit where credit is due. Oh. And I have to thank the wifey. I met my doctor. I met my physical therapist. Your what? My physical therapist. Mm. Fuck me. <laughs> yep. What are we? Three minutes in? Doing good. Oh, I passed again. I rolled ones and successes. That's I'm living on the edge. Okay. You know? The razor's edge, as they We're say. We're more than half of your dice ones. They, well, they can't be because I passed. Okay. Five dice and three is the target, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's impossible. Come okay. on. Let's pronouns, kid. Pronouns, pal. Pal, not kid. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah, that weather vein is spinning. I'm hypnotized. I'm getting a lot of exercise at home. The back is feeling better. I'm, I'm finally starting to trust the process. And you're in the worst mood I've seen you in in a while. Dude, I'm in a fucking horrible mood. Work has been horrendous this week. There's a lot of shit going on. Um, I'm not getting enough sleep, and we're going to get to that in a toast, because twice this week now, yesterday was the fucking absolute worst, but twice this week, I've been awoken by what's becoming a horrendous tradition because of this coronavirus. Gone are the days of just teaching kids that you can't fucking get everything that you want. There was a famous band that sang that song. I believe... You can't always get what you want. Lee Brian was going to sing it. You can't always get what you want. Scootly do. Hello. The point is kids are spoiled. And I'm having a hard time because my son is older. You, you are in a very unique position in life, my friend. By the way, I'm Chris. Along with me is Brian. Hi, everybody. I'm doing great. Thanks for yeah, asking. Yeah, nobody fucking asked you. Nobody asked. No, no, None of the listeners even asked. Not even me. Nobody. As a matter of fact, both of your kids have come here twice this morning. They haven't even asked you, hey, daddy, how, how was your day? I already saw him. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got home fucking four hours before me. <laughs> I had a horrible fucking night. I'll work with the supervisor that thinks he knows everything but knows nothing. Has to correct everybody. I'll I slept be that guy. all night. I feel great. Oh, good. I didn't even get a lunch break. Thank you. You slept all night. I didn't even get a break. I had four. Uh, I had two cheeseburgers. What, what kind of cheeseburgers did you have? Mushroom Swiss. So you had a mushroom Swiss burger with a side of meat and bread? Yeah, with a side of mushroom Swiss burger. <laughs> yeah. And it was delicious. Yeah, well, I foregone. I, I, foregone. Forlorn? Forlorn. Camp Forlorn. Four score. And seven years ago. Recite it like Joe Biden would recite it. <laughs> you, you know what it is. How, what, what am I doing? Uh, five die with a... Uh, you have to get three successes. Mm-hmm. I failed. Excellent. Yes. So, real quick. How, how are you, Brian? How are you doing? Fine. 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> little uh, little dreary out there. Yes. And the cold is starting to seep into the west cabin. It is. Somehow the heater died. Yeah. And it's a full tank. So I don't, we had we had a critical system failure. Luckily, my balls are warm. This, yeah. this heater is still going strong. I have the electric heater. Can always rely on old electricity. Thank you, Uncle Ben. Ben Franklin, everybody. Oh, I thought you were talking about the rice. No, well, no, Uncle Ben, the guy who said with great responsibility comes amazing power. Yes. Told it to his dying nephew. Yes. Um, Peter Piper. Yeah. Well, he, while he was picking a pack of pickled peppers. Yep. He was he was bit by a uh, snake. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with us? Uh, I, oh my God. I am uh, smoking some Orlick Golden Sliced in my Savinelli Veneri. And I'm pairing that with a little Knob Creek small batch smoked maple out of Claremont, Kentucky. Is there... I, I forgot to ask this on the D&D side. Is there a story on this bottle? Allow me to take a look. There is a story. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <coughs> My favorite part about drinking whiskey. Government warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages. Oh, I'm sorry. During pregnancy. Because of the risk of birth defects. Number two, consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. <laughs> no, these assholes don't put anything on here. I don't even know where Knob Creek is. It's a creek in Kentucky. Is it? Yeah, it's in Claremont. No, that's where they make it, but we don't know if Knob Creek is an actual creek or not. Well, the creek should be like right next door to the distillery. It should be, but we have no idea because they did not tell us. That's what those fucking Mick bastards do up in Scotland. That's true. You know, they fucking... Oh, I'm sorry. Scottish bastards. That's what I meant to say. The big difference between the Irish and the Scottish. It's my island. (laughs) What a great scene. Don't change the subject. Just answer the fucking question. Love that guy. That was my favorite character in fucking uh, in The Patriot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was great. The great lord's convinced he can get me out of it, but he's pretty sure you're fucked. <laughs> what a great. I love that movie. And then he, ena- he enacted uh, Primo Nacho Primo, Libre. Yeah. Yeah, Nacho Libre, where they have anal sex and somehow kids happen. Yeah. It's so weird. It's an amazing phenomenon. Hopefully no Rob's come out. Rob is a dirty fucking punk bitch. That's true. Well, you know, that was the birth of socialism right there. Goddamn yes. King Frank. <laughs> Fucked everybody. All fucking thinking you're high and mighty in your country of Hungary. <laughs> <sighs> we're we're going to have great gameplay. <laughs> I know we are. I know we are. It's a lot more uplifting than the spirits that we're yes. in. I feel like I'm bringing you down now. No, 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 no. I, what's bringing I, me down is mm-hmm. this part of my body is getting much colder than the rest of it. It is. All right. Well, we're going to be brief because... No, no, no. Take no, your no, time. no. I would like to be brief because let, let's see what the temperature is right now. I would like to do a temperature check. Temperature check in the West Cabin is minus 30. Mm, that is chilly. No, 30 degrees. However, it does say freeze warning. Ah, I like how last night it said gale force winds. It was very windy. Wow. Well, I could see now because the uh, the wind fucking vein that you have out there is in constant motion. Yes. I would like to know what you're drinking and smoking, please. I have uh, Plantation Barbados with uh, my corn cob pipe. The more you smoke that, because you, you've been smoking that for a while now. Yeah, a lot. Um, I like it a lot. So you do. So it hasn't like like worn off or has it gotten better? 
It's um, I'll tell you what I I'll give it a compliment sandwich. Okay. Good, bad, good. Yes. Good. I I could just fucking throw it around like I don't have to be gentle with it. Oh, we're talking about the corn cob pipe in particular. Yes. Okay. Con. The inside is insufferable to clean because the stem like breaks straight through yeah. the, uh, the 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 chamber. The chamber. Yeah. Uh, pro. It smokes very fast. Okay. Now, do you think that's a product of the pipe or the tobacco? Uh, the pipe, because I've tried other tobaccos in here. All right. So that pipe, just for some reason, burns the tobacco. This is my third aromatic pipe. So I have three. I have two English pipes, one that's kind of like a burly, and then I have three that are aromatics. Okay. I have uh, the Meerschaum Servo Skull named Reginald. Yes. I have uh, my Nording uh, Bent Billiard, and now I have this. Those are my aromatic pipes. So you've taken that tobacco, the Barbados Plantation, yes, and tried it in your other aromatic pipes, and you could tell a significant difference in the corn cob that this one, it's, in particular, smokes it, it fast. Burns right through it. Okay. Now, in regards to the tobacco, because obviously this is the first tin of this tobacco that you've had, right? Yes. So, what do you think about the tobacco? Has it gotten better? Is it kind of the same? Because with me. With aromatics, it seems like unless it's like the one Q that I smoked a pound of, like yeah. the only thing I smoked in my initial smoking, right in like the beginning yeah. of smoking, uh, that shit just got so fucking old so fast. But I could see like with one tin, does it does it change? No, no. This um, it's still kind of figgy and okay. kind of sweet, uh, but it is distinct enough. Like there's a lot of aromatics that I smoke that I can't tell the difference. Okay. If I'm going to be honest, this I can tell the difference. So like if I if I smoke uh, cult militia, right, or Captain Black, pretty much I can't tell the difference. Okay. This I could tell the difference, and anything with cherry in it. Right, right, right. Like that blood red moon. Yeah. Okay. Um. One other question. That tin of tobacco has been pretty much left in the West Cabin, right? Since uh, since you opened it? No. So you brought it inside. Yeah. But, okay, so for the listener, it hasn't been jarred. Correct. So it's still been in the original tin, and we've had it maybe, what, like a month or so? Yeah. And it's not dry or anything like it's that. It's getting there. So it's starting to dry yeah. out. Which you, is just burning even faster. Do you remember it being like like heavily saturated it when was, yeah, it was I, very it was very wet? Yeah, remember the first time we cracked it open, I couldn't smoke it right away. I had to let it sit out. Oh, that's right. All right, so a month in its in its natural tin yeah. gets it to a point, you think a month is maybe too long? No, I don't, I don't know, because I smoke pretty fast. Um, so I you, usually you do, like a faster burning smoke in the pipe. Yeah. So you would think at this point, so if you bought this tin, you would maybe open it, kind of leave it off to the side in your house for three weeks, Yeah. and then that would be like the perfect time for you to start fucking burning this tobacco. Yes, you wouldn't have to leave it out to dry out, or right? Anything correct. Because like obviously, like in my opinion, like an aromatic, I would never take and jar and like fucking like age it because it's an ar- like I, I just, no, I, I would never do that. They don't lose intensity from my experience anyway. Okay. Um like this, the militia's been out here pretty much the entire time, and I got the militia before this, right? And it's exactly the same. So you're still getting that, uh, like that punch, that aromatic punch, yes. that flavor. Yes, it's just a little drier, so it's just right. burning differently. Like pirate cake, I can't leave out here because pirate cake, like the uh, the Latakia, right. weakens exponentially when left out. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be jarred. Okay, so that, that that's pretty good to know. See, we dropped some fucking knowledge on the Dyson yes. pipes show here. Now, let me drop knowledge about um, handling your children. Oh, okay, which is very similar to handling your tobacco. 
100%. If your children start getting a little too wet, you put, put them in a jar. Whiskey in a jar. Whiskey in a jar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would like everybody out there to uh, to raise a glass and oh. just kind of join me on this brief, brief journey. I've been having a hard time sleeping. And I, I think it's a, a culmination of a few different things. I think there's a lot of stressors going on in life right now, right? Work. Um, this fucking supervisor is a complete dick. We've been getting a lot of new guys, and they're very needy. It's this whole generational gap. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting old. I don't know if it's always like the generation. You know, the, there seems to be like this mythos that the older generation is always the better generation, right? The, the, the generation that fought World War II is the greatest generation of our lifetime. But when they're gone, it'll be the generation that fought in Kuwait. That's the greatest generation of our lifetime, right? We'll always have the greatest generation, yes. and it's the old people. Because nobody wants to shit on old people. I do. Yeah, I do too. But today, I want to shit on kids. Okay. Because I think it's necessary. But mainly, I want to shit on the parents for creating these new traditions. So right now, again, like I said, I've been a little lack of sleep and a lot of normal stuff that people go through, right? Like work and family and things like that. And you just find yourself staying up and you don't get enough sleep for the for the work day. <sighs> With our schedule, by now, everybody knows that we work overnight. Now, I have no issues in my neighborhood my neighborhood has like 70 houses. There's a lot of kids. They're always biking and running around. They're having a good time. Uh, a lot of families like to party. They have barbecues and stuff like that, especially on the weekends. And, you know, I respect that. I throw some fucking earplugs in and I'm able to go to sleep. Sometimes I sleep in the in the spare room that's in the back of the house. Right. There's, there's nothing behind my house, so it's very quiet. Because even though it is frustrating to have a noisy neighborhood while you're sleeping, you realize it's a you problem because you've chosen to work at a time when nobody else in the world is working. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's a problem that's outside of my control because it's like I can't tell. I'm not going to go outside and be like, hey, go inside and be that asshole. Get off right. my lawn. Like, I'm not that guy. But I do have a problem with this. This coronavirus has caused people to lose their minds. Now, I remember as a child, my birthday would come around. Now, I'm a winter baby. Well, I'm on the cusp of fall and winter. So it'd be very cold out. There would be times where we just wouldn't have a birthday party because it was a blizzard or it was too fucking cold. It was raining. It was freezing. So, all right, party's canceled or, yeah, we're not just doing anything this year. You know, at Christmas will be right around the corner. We'll just do it during Christmas. And I wouldn't get a birthday. Did, I'm did in I, the same boat. Yeah. So February. Yeah, yeah. So you're a true winter baby. And and you were upstate. So, I mean, you, you would get crushed with snow and things would get canceled. Right? Family's not coming. Friends aren't coming. You're not throwing a big fucking party. And it is what it is. You'd get a little fucking gift from your parents and a pat on the pat on the head and you'd be off to the next day. Yes. Wouldn't lose sleep over it. My birthday party usually consisted of I could do whatever I wanted that day without repercussions. Yes. Which probably led to your father drinking a little extra jack. Yes. You know? And everybody was happy. Yes. So you'd be playing with your fucking mask toys and, you know, dad would be sitting there nice in his reference. chair. Yes, thank you. He'd be sitting there in his chair having a drink and mom would probably be in the kitchen cooking where women belong. Um, oh, well, back in the day, I meant, you know, not now, of course. <laughs> belong in the workplace. Equal pay for equal work. Um, they should run out and be chefs. <laughs> not line cooks like fucking, who was it, CJ? Um, here's my problem. So in my town, they have this thing now that they do. And I had to deal with two this week. I think three in the past two weeks. And now I'm starting to think that parents are lying. 
I need birth certificates. <laughs> Certified. With the raised seal. Let me see your papers. <laughs> I need to confirm that these children are actually born on the day that the parents are alleging that they're born on. Because, dude, now what do they do? They call the town. Because God forbid these fucking children go without a birthday party. They call the town. The town procures two, not one, two police vehicles. They set up a fucking parade of cars and they line up in the front of my neighborhood, led by a cop, trailed by a cop. They put their fucking lights on and then they drive through the entire neighborhood with their sirens blaring and they take this procession of cars. All the friends and people in the neighborhood who want to participate are sandwiched between the two fucking police cars. And they drive throughout the entire neighborhood, ultimately passing the house of the child whose birthday it is. And this poor fuck of a kid stands outside and waves like a little poor boy with leprosy to all the cars that are driving by as they proceed to fucking slam on their horns one car at a time in unison. It's a concert of horns and sirens. As, of course, not only the child across the street from me while I'm sleeping, but the child next door to me. <sighs> the child next door to me must be really fucking special because there must have been 80 cars and they fucking did two laps past his house. Now, the way my house is, I'm in like a like a fake kind of cul-de-sac. It's actually like a like a bend. Uh, you're in a completely unnecessary traffic circle. Yes! It's like we're in New Jersey. It's it fucking makes, stupid. It, it makes, makes no, no sense. sense. It makes no The only thing that's cool is take this ridiculous bullshit out with these birthdays. Like, my neighbor has now three kids. Like, it's cool for them because that little street in front of our houses is like their own personal little street to hang out in. Uh, like a racetrack. Yeah, 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 and they got like a little 50cc fucking motorcycle, which I think is cool, you know? Yeah. If I could do it all again, I would have bought one of those for my kid, you know? The thing is awesome, and they go ripping around down the street and, and, and shit. You know, they got a nice big backyard, so they can always play in the backyard. They got a trampoline and all that nonsense, but it is cool to just kind of hang out in the front, and is it cutesy? Yeah. Is it necessary? Absolutely not. It's fucking stupid. And what they did was... If it wasn't in front of your house, I would purposely drive over the center of it. Yes. Every time. W yes. I don't want to besmirch your, your view. No, and now, now luckily, we've got some pretty decent landscapers in, and, and they've been maintaining it, so it's nice. It's got, like, fresh mulch in it. They took all the weeds out. They trimmed all the fucking bushes. So it looks really fucking nice. Uh, outside of my psycho neighbor across the street who wants to rip everything out and just plant giant Christmas trees in there and then decorate them. Uh, these are the same neighbors that have no grass. It's just weeds in their yard. And the uh, the Christmas lights that they put up for Christmas. Still up. That was six months ago. Yeah, they're still on the fucking trees in the front of their house. And they want to tell me what they want to put in the fucking island across from me. No. If I see them go out there with a shovel, I'm shooting them. Okay? I'm shooting them. Um, and I'm going to feed them. I'm going to put sardine oil on them and then feed them to the coyotes that live behind like me. Like that bitch Carol Basket. Fucking bitch. I still have no idea what that means. I don't have Netflix. It's not available in my area. Right. So all these cars proceed 
to drive in this little circle area. All 82 of them. <laughs> With fucking police sirens going on. <laughs> happy birthday, Jimmy! Jimmy, happy birthday! I hope we get cancer! <laughs> On behalf of the local police department, we would like to wish you, Jimmy, a happy birthday. It's fucking annoying, dude. Like I said, I have no problem when they're outside playing. It's when I'm fucking sleeping and I hear police. Dude, I sprung out of bed the first time I heard it. I thought that, like, the neighborhood was being over. I'm like, I assault on Precinct 13. Yes. Like, Wolverines! Like, I, I got fucking nervous, dude. I was about to, like, retire to the woods behind my house. Start pissing in radiators. Yes, it's fucking scary. Or radiators, right? I don't know how you say it, but it's real. I thought it was real. God, it was terrifying. So I fucking, dude, and I'm a nut when I'm home. Well, I'm a fucking lunatic. Anytime I hear the slightest little thing outside that wakes me up, I have to go to the fucking window like an old man and peer through the, <laughs> peer through the, <laughs> through the curtains. Ooh, what's going on out there? Who dare disturbs my slumber? And I'm like looking like a fucking nut. <laughs> like the picture on the neighborhood watch sign of the guy looking. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's me. Oh, that's God. me. Yeah, you children, what are you doing? And I'm like, looking and all of a sudden i see a cop car and i'm like what the fuck are the police doing in my neighborhood there's only one black family and then as they start to drive by <laughs> I, i'm hearing this i'm like somebody's dead in the back of my neighborhood and then as they try it's just car after car after car and they start pulling it looks like they're about to pull into my driveway because when you come into that right. circle it looks like you're coming into my house so I kind of lean to the right and I look and I see this motherfucking kid just standing outside waving to the cops. I turn my attention back to the right. Dude, it's a row of fucking cars. At this point, it's like 30 cars deep. Hey, hey, what the fuck are we doing? So I'm just watching and watching. I'm like, this has to end soon. All 80 cars drive through this fucking circle, and then they proceed to drive off. The sirens are off. No more horn honking. They drive all the way down the block. They go into the back of the neighborhood. They turn around, and then they come back. All the way back. And they enter the circle from the other side. Like we didn't get it the first time. Hello, Jimmy. For a second time, we want to wish you, on behalf of the local police department, a happy birthday. Oh my god, there's Jimmy! Roger, get the fucking camera! We gotta take a picture of Jimmy! It's his birthday! He's fucking 20, 33 years old! <laughs> Listen, hopefully, normally with your toasts, I'll agree with you just for the comedic effect. Oh, God. I pray. I, when I go to bed tonight, I'm going to get down on my knees. <laughs> I'm going to clasp my hands together. Yes. I'm going to talk to the Lord. And hopefully the next time oh, that God. procession of cars goes by that kid's house, yes. it's because grandma caught the Rona. 
<laughs> and instead of horns honking, you just can see lots of hazard <laughs> lights and purple flags. Here we are today celebrating Esther's 90th. Oh, wait. She was only 89 when she perished. Oh, my God! Esther's fucking dead! Project, get the camera. We'll take a picture of the casket. Oh, dude, what the fuck is going on? That's terrible. Yes. That is terrible. How about a fucking, isn't the big thing now Zoom calls? Yes. Get on a Zoom call. Happy birthday. Here's what my child knows. Oh, my God. Because my oldest, uh, his birthday is in June. Yes. And if the apocalypse has not resolved itself by then, he already knows. There's no birthday party. Correct. And that's it. We move on next year. Yeah. Because when he's older as an adult, he's not going to remember when he was 12 that he didn't get a birthday party. It's never going to happen. Nor, if they do this, is he going to remember, oh, man, I had a lot of great birthdays when I was young, uh, but the best one was when the cops drove past my house with 80 cars and I couldn't really touch anybody or get presents. And there's some creepy bald guy just <laughs> staring at us, <laughs> screaming, show me your papers! <laughs> the only present I got was my neighbor throwing his dog shit on my parents' front door. You fucking assholes. By the way, thanks for the Knob Creek smoked maple uh, whiskey. They're the ones who gave it to me. <laughs> uh, so here's the spoiled fucking brats. Wow. Oh, God. I love my town, but that is just fucking painful. That's painful. You know what town I also like? Orchard Street. Fucking dude, I love me some Orchard Street. Let's go to Orchard Street. Let's do it. Access granted. It is Thursday, January 4th, 2074. Uh, it's very cold outside. It's like 14 degrees still. And we are inside the good book in a not so good situation. I would have enjoyed that Earl Grey tea, but like two of them now are spilled on the floor <laughs> at my feet. Uh, <coughs> I'm assuming we're going to pick up right where we left off. Mm -hmm. With me calling him a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, he holsters his gun up and uh, he motions for you to... I don't want to say the word motions. He strongly urges you to sit down on the chair that you have been sitting in to, like, read. I will... I make it obvious to almost sell it like it's amateur hour, but I make it very obvious that I'm trying to hide glancing at the door. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'll try to, like... I don't even know how to explain it. I want him to know that I'm glancing at the door, like, in his mind, like, I don't know what's going on and I'm afraid... So I'm looking at the door to see if I can gauge if I can outrun him to the door kind of a thing. But you're not actually trying to do that. You just want him to think you're doing it. I want it. him to think that I'm doing it. Uh, give me... Give me a con roll. Con plus charisma. Con? Like a skill con? Mm -hmm. no, I don't have that skill. Ergo, 
So flat charisma. You want a charisma test. I'm not very charismatic either. Not that kind of guy, you know? <laughs> uh, one. All right, so if he does notice you doing that, he doesn't seem to care. Okay. How far is the door? I would say it's roughly... Are we doing meters or feet? Meters, I think, right? Feet. Why do we have to use that bullshit overseas system? I know, I know, I know that we have a lot of new listeners from Australia, but... Your country is horrible. No. Your country is <laughs> oh. beautiful. It's just their, their system of measurement. Everything the U.S. does is, is best. Yes. I just um, need to know. All right. So we'll say it's like 200 meters. <laughs> uh, uh, it's probably about 20 meters. All right. Well, regardless, I mean, I've already stated in the last episode that when I sat down, it was in the back. So like we're towards the back of the shop. This is where that like feudal Japanese section is that yeah. I would have found those books. Um so I, I imagine that he's between myself and the door. Yes. Okay. Because he had you pinned up against the wall. Right. Gun drawn. He let you. He kind of like let you go. Holstered the gun, away. but he's still standing. Your your back is probably still touching the wall. You're just not being pushed up against it. Okay. And I imagine the chair is like to my side. Yeah. He'll sit down. Okay. So when you sit down. Uh, this bookkeeper pulls out some kind of device, uh, some kind of data pad of some description from his uh, smoker's jacket and types in a code. And this large, loud, metallic grinding starts and metal roll-down gates drop around every opening of this establishment, securing you inside. You can't lock me in here forever. My family knows where I am. Well... One in the hand is worth two in the bush. I'm not worth anything. How about that tea? And he almost like, not lazily, but he uh, dismissively just kind of turns around, turns his back to you and walks back up to his front desk, going to retrieve the kettle of tea with two fresh cups and saucers. All right, Chibo will step up out of the chair. And because he is still amazed that this is an amazing bookstore, <laughs> he, he goes he goes back into that section, which is right there, and pulls that the next book out. He just grabs a book. So maybe, uh, are you kind of keeping an eye on him, or are you just like, oh, all right, well, here I am? Well, dude, I'm, I'm like barred into this place, and yeah. I'm not going to like... I, I don't think he finds himself in a situation where he's going to like now look for a way out. Okay. So my my understanding of this bookstore is it's 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 bookcases, right? It's, so it's rectangular in shape, right? And you, I think you nailed it last time, where you said it's kind of like Barnes and Noble. So the there's aisles that once you get used to the store, the layout makes sense. But like any bookstore, when you first walk in, you're like, well, how is this fucking thing organized? Right. But you've been in here a few times. You're starting to kind of get the the layout of the store, and it, it's it's islands of books. Rows of books, walls of bookshelves, uh, that obnoxious grandfather clock in the back corner. My point is, there's no, there's no way of egress outside of the front door and behind where his register is. Correct. Okay. So yes, I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily keeping an eye on him. Okay. I, I would think I would just briefly kind of turn my back to him just to pull a book out. Right. 
So while he's going to get his tea and you're doing that, you do hear him yell. There's an exquisite book on the history of Bushido, if you're interested. I would be. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Fucking pervert. Pervert troll. Uh, after a moment, whatever book you decide to grab, uh, are you going to sit back down with the book or? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sit back down. Okay. Uh, so there's like maybe a couch somewhere in the place. And with his big dumb troll arm, he just grabs the couch with one hand and lifts it and carries it over to where you are, places it down, sits down and hands you this cup of tea. Thank you. Yes, of course. So, I know that a free bird never wants to be caged. But, we find ourselves in a rare situation. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. They do not need to be answered immediately. But they do need to be answered truthfully. If our conversation goes well, you will be able to leave. I with think your corporeal form intact. I th- it's important, I think, for the listeners to understand that like, I'm not fucking loaded out in the store. Like, I don't have my fucking blade with me. Yeah. You have your clothes. I have my clothes. Yeah. I just, I maintain eye contact, and I just, out of my peripheral, I grab the uh, the cup of tea, and I take a, I blow on it if it's hot. Okay. I take a tiny, tiny little sip, like a kind of a thing. Okay. More to give the impression that I'm taking a sip as opposed to actually drinking it. Like, you know that, like, uh, you know, just dipping the toe in the water. Nursing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... Additional tables. Of course. So, what is your name? And I urge you not to lie. He's just staring at him and he just kind of shakes his head. You do this to all of your customers? Not all of them. I'll start. My name is Malik. And you are? Pleasure to meet you, Malik. Do you really need a barred gate on a bookstore? This will go much easier for you if you just answer my small trove of questions. I don't even require your last name. Shibo. Shibo. And he kind of stares at you for a second. And again, I... I like now at this point, it, she, he's starting to get aggravated by this whole exercise that we're going through. So it is just unbreakable eye contact. Okay. 
I'm, I'm trying to give the impression, even though he is a very large fella, even like, you know, compare, compared to me, like I, I'm trying to give the impression that he's not, this is not intimidating. Right. Is it? Uh, knowing that I'm unarmed and like, I think I could probably hold my own because I am trained in unarmed combat. So right. I think if it went to that, I don't like the idea that I'm trapped in here and he has numerous holsters on him with fucking pistols. Right. Like that, that's making him a little nervous. Okay. Shibo, do you truly enjoy feudal Japanese history? I recite facts from the book that I just purchased. Ah. I would be impressed if it not for the fact that you have cybernetic eyes. Perhaps you're just reading pages from the book they took a picture of. I do have a question. I interrupt him. The, the book that I grabbed that's in my hand now, based on based on having a knowledge skill of medieval Japanese history. This is where we're going. Yes. Ken, is it safe to assume that I grabbed that book based on something that I found interesting, that I've already known about, that I just wanted to further expand my knowledge, that I can recite info? So while, while we do this, um, your knowledge skill, does that come with a dice pool? Or is it just a like a... Like well, a there's a rating to it. So I have... Uh, so it would be treated, I guess, like any other skill. I just don't know what attribute it would be connected to to roll. Um, I would put it under logic. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they, they tie an attribute to it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. All academic knowledge... Well, that's... Yeah, this would be academic. All academic knowledge skills are linked to logic. Okay. Okay. My bad. So, give me your logic plus uh, your modifier for your Japanese history and add plus one dice to it. We've gone, by the way, in the first two and a half episodes, we've gone on a very nerdy approach so far, <laughs> which I like. It's, it's kind of funny. Wow, how does uh, how does fumbling work in this? More than half. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I have zero. I passed. I have zero, and out of the five die, I have three ones. Let's start off on the on the wrong foot. Why not? All right. So you uh, you try to throw some knowledge at him, and uh, specific though to this book, right? And I think I just recite the complete... I have it so way off. I think that this was actually something completely different. So I start like waxing knowledge about something else that's just wrong entirely. So not only is it's it wrong right for the book... wrong. No, I'm going to say it's wrong, but wrong. Okay. It's wrong, but even more wrong. Because I got what I thought it was wrong, and it's not even on the same topic. Hmm. Well, I don't believe... Your recitation of the information is correct. However, your words do drip with enthusiasm and a thirst. 
what brought you into my bookstore? Malik, I think that's a fairly obvious question. Your books. Okay. What brought you to this neighborhood? I told you, I have family here. Are we going to keep regurgitating the same information? I want to make sure you're being honest. We've already talked about this. Now, can I just go? Maybe. Maybe. My security systems indicated that you were filming and taking photographs of the buildings across the street while you were in my shop. Why? Did you just say why? Well... In, in addition to the knowledge I seek in regards to medieval Japanese history, I am also a fan of 18th and 19th century architecture. And it just, it just happened to catch my eye. <laughs> Give me uh, I guess it would be con again. Right, you're trying to con them because they don't have a uh, like a deception. Yeah, I would think that's fair. Yeah, give me a, just a flat charisma roll. I am not one for the con game. No, I failed. No successes. No, no, <laughs> no. Shibo, I'm sure a man as bright as yourself is suspicious that I don't only sell books. Now, I can assure you I provide a much-needed service to the goodly people of Orchard Street. But with everything that's going on lately, I can't be too careful. I find it hard to believe that you have uh, irreverent love of rectangular cement blocks with windows. There's nothing striking or extraordinary about the buildings across the street. And I find myself in a unique situation. You see, the reason you're in here trapped and the reason I am so skeptical is because I was to receive a shipment of books a mere two days before you first walked into my shop. And those very important books never arrived. So, forgive me. And I'll understand if you don't want to shop here anymore. But I want you to take solace in knowing that your patronage of medieval Japanese books has little bearing on my bottom line. Before I open the gates, I'll allow you to ask me any questions. And he pulls this little data pad out of his pocket and he kind of looks at you over his tiny little glasses on his gigantic troll head.
Why the awkward emphasis on books? That's what I sell. All makes and models. All makes and models of books. You are a bright one, Shibo. Maybe you can help me and find out what happened to my missing books. And maybe if you help me find my missing books, I'll give you free reign of the books in the store and maybe I'll let you take a, a sampling of the books that I'm missing. I can assure you, if you do help me, not only will you be helping me, your new friend, Malik, but you'll be helping the goodly people of Orchard Street. What goodly people? I've been here three days. I've not seen one person come in the store. True. But also, have you seen any despair? No, nobody comes by here because you've probably locked them in. <laughs> I mean, on Orchard Street as a whole. Do you find it odd that the gang fighting has not come to Orchard Street? That's beyond my purview, Malik. I think you're completely mischaracterizing the relationship that we have here. I'm trying know. to forge one. I'm trying to tell you that you have a student of Japanese history locked behind bars in a bookstore. And you're telling the student that books have been taken and he like air quotes it. <laughs> now, I, I don't know what this books term is supposed to be. I don't know if you're some sort of drug dealer or arms dealer offering me a sample. All I could tell you is that soon my family will be nervous that I have not returned home. Very well. Any other questions? And he starts punching a code in and he holds off on like the last little press of the pad and again looks at you over his teeny tiny glasses. I'll just stand. And boop, he hits the button and the roll down shutters rise. Hopefully I'll see you again tomorrow. And I just, I take the book that was in my hand and I just throw it back down onto the, onto the chair that I was sitting in. And I'll leave. All right. I head back to Uncle's. All right. So uh, I would say it's probably around afternoon. In a uh, non-direct way. I don't know what the fuck this guy, if he's following me now. Okay. Well, give me a perception. And uh, give yourself plus one bonus dice, because I would imagine you're probably, like, actively looking around. are you rolling for perception? Perception plus intuition. 
Oh, there we go. Three, uh, three IPLs. Passes? Successes. Successes. Thank you. Three successes. All right. Yeah. Uh, you are fairly confident that nobody is following you. Okay. All right, so uh, so I make it home. So Shibo is going to get the impression that that there is obviously there's more going on to this bookstore, and this guy must be so juiced up that there is no. The guy almost sold him. Malik almost sold him on the idea that there is no triadic. Like he's not being strong armed into paying for protection. That's the initial read that I have. Okay. Um. But I think this is a conversation he's going to attempt to have with with Uncle if he knows anything about this guy. Okay. Because obviously they're not that far off, right? The uh, you never mentioned who your uncle was. No. So no, 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 no. no. So it's possible that they do know each other. Correct. Yeah, but I'm going to find out through my uncle before I'm going to find out through this fucking guy. Right. Okay. So uh, you know, as I enter the apartment, I'll head over to uh, to his room. Okay. Make sure that he's awake. He's dead. Okay. <laughs> With these bizarre engravings all over the walls. Uh, yeah, so he's uh, he's sitting up in his bed um, with the assistance of some robotic arms. He's doing a, like a Sudoku puzzle. Mm. Might as well really lean into the stereotype. Yeah, whatever. Let's, let's do it. Not playing Chinese checkers. He, he has his pants off, but it's pixelated over his penis. <laughs> I, I can't see it. <laughs> Um, Uncle, can I get you anything? Oh, no. I already had a bite to eat, a sandwich. It was quite good. Thank you, though. Yes. Uh, Uncle, a question. The bookstore down the street. Yes. D- Malik, I believe, is the, the ah, name. Ah, yes. You, yes. you know him. Yes, a very pompous troll. Yes. Anything you could tell me about him? The guy just locked me in his store. (laughs) For a troll, and an obnoxious one at that, Malik is, he is okay. Uh, He provides a very important service to the neighborhood. The triads were very destructive to this neighborhood. Uh, Canal Street is only a few blocks away and they were expanding their territory and Malik was the first one to take up arms against them he is uh, he is a peaceful man I believe but he was disheartened by seeing the neighborhood fall to pot and he did something about it. And ever since he opened that bookshop, a lot of the business owners who have his trust have protected themselves from the triads to the point that they rarely come onto Orchard Street anymore. Once in a while, they'll be here, but if Malik is around or any of his cohorts, then they tend to back away. So what you're telling me is I picked the wrong business to surveil. <laughs> to fucking try to get my hands on some fucking triad leads. Okay. Is he dealing guns? I think 
deal in guns is an excessive term. I don't believe he receives any compensation for his guns. So he assists members of the neighborhood with the means to protect themselves. Yes. Against local gangs. As far as I remember, yes. It, it's been some time since I've seen Malik. Um, again, for a troll, I find him off-putting, but I believe he's overall doing good for the neighborhood. No comment. Unfortunately, in my opinion, handing out guns to random store clerks and shopkeeps could have ramifications that I don't agree with. Those guns could end up anywhere. But that's not my concern. Yes, and don't make your politics my politics. Believe all trolls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Settle down, everyone. It's just a joke. Yeah. Give him the back button on the podcast. Well, these, it's, a, it's a joke, not a dick. Don't yeah. take it so hard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So uh, Chibo, he leaves his uh, his Uncle B. He'll, he'll grab a bite to eat, and then he'll probably just... Um, he'll just stay inside for the rest of the night. Okay. Yeah, and then get up early the next morning. All right. He'll head back to the post. I knew it. Uh, as you're going out, you hear your uncle call, Bush. Gaijin. Yes, uncle. Just be careful. The newsman said that there may be a storm rolling in. Oh, thank you, thank you. Make sure you dress warm, yes? Yes, yes. Could you possibly get some bread while you're out? Of course. Thank you. Yes. Uh, So it is Friday, January 5th. And... (laughs) It is 21 degrees... Slightly warmer than yesterday. 33% increase. Uh, and it is cloudy. Okay. Like that white, like grayish. Yeah. It's going to fucking, it's going to snow heavy. Give me a meteorology test. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I have that. I have that. <laughs> Between my logic and willpower. Um, all right. So before I head out, I check the forecast. I just want to see. I just want to get an idea as to when it's going to. If it's going to fucking snow heavy, like, I don't want to be caught out in a fucking storm. Yeah. Um, so, luckily, on the five-day forecast... Oh, good. Because they always... <laughs> do you think by, 20, by 2074, <laughs> have they fucking no, finally... No, they're no. terrible. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be clear... Uh, not clear. It's going to be no precipitation, uh, at least for the day. And then overnight, they're thinking that maybe the snow is going to start. Okay. All right. So, I think uh, I'm going to stop by... What are you rolling over there? A dice. Fuck. 
Fuck you. I'm going to uh, let me see if I can procure a loaf of bread. Yeah, I would see so no I, problem. With that. All right, so I, I grab a loaf and then I head back over to uh, to the bookstore. Okay. And reluctantly, I walk in. Ah, I knew you'd be back. I wanted to, to clear the air. Here is your book from yesterday, please. On the house, it's already I, I, wrapped. I interrupt him. I say, my uncle thinks you're a pompous asshole. But he says for a troll, you're good people. I'm sorry, I I asked you who your uncle was and you neglected to answer. Uh, Who is your uncle? Well, you seem like a smart person, Malik. Um, How many Japanese people do you see in this neighborhood? A few. Okay, so try to narrow it down from there. I'm not telling him who my uncle is. Very well. <clears throat> what brings you into the good book on this somber day? Well, like I said, my uncle says that you're good people. You provide a service for the neighborhood. It's a service that he doesn't necessarily agree with, but... After sitting down and, and speaking with him, I I can understand and relate to what you're trying to do here. I'll try to help you. I don't know where to begin, but my services are yours in this matter. And he, for the first time, actually smiles a big toothy grin. I'm happy to hear that, Shibo. I procure my books from a source out of the neighborhood. They go to a holding location where my cohorts transport them to me. Uh... I do not know the route that they take, but I know the holding facility is in the East Village. Uh, it It's at 41 Avenue A in the basement of the East Village Prescription Center. It's uh, right on the corner of uh, East 3rd Street. You have a contact there? Yes. Aerith Laura Wang. She's a female uh, elf <clears throat> who is my contact inside the... I just let out a sigh. Like, very subtle. Uh, something wrong? No. Mm-mm. I catch myself. I'm like, no. Okay. Uh, she will be the contact for my books.
All right. That's one fucked up bookstore, huh? You think they're running processions down fucking this street? I don't think so. You know, the books are the procession of the mind. <laughs> Shh, Shibo. Uh, oh, man. Well, I got to be honest. It seems like on uh, at least uh, Apple Podcasts, we're getting some pretty good traction with the, uh, with the show. Uh, if you search. Yes. Fuck. Uh, if you search. Nope. I thought I was going to go all session with fucking passing. If you search Shadowrun on the search tab of uh, Apple Podcasts, we actually uh, come up as one of the top shows. Front page. I'm very excited about that. So uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, if you are a listener and have yet to go on to give us a review, please leave us a five on the Apple. It's the only way that we get to the top of the front page. So the world... So we can compete with Cumtown. Oh, boy. So fucking bizarre, dude. That's some algorithm. No, of course. If I'm looking for tobacco pipes, yes, I'm listening to Come Town. Of course, dude. C U M Town. There is nothing like smoking a good Virginia after I suck off a good Jack. You know, what's up, hey buddy? Just leave it right here in my eyes, and I can fucking talk on this pipe because it's Come Town, <laughs> dude. It's so fucking bizarre. Oh, God. Anyway. Everybody screams. Everybody plays. Come town. Oh, that's their theme song now. Yes. <laughs> what is that noise? Is that... Oh, that's you. My chair is freezing. Oh, I thought it was me. Wait, because it's cold? That's why your chair does I that? I think so. That's good. I think that's a good sign to wrap this shit up. My toes are numb. And I have a heater on them. Losing feeling in my fingertips. We sound like a bunch of old men. I'm just going to keep doing this until... Oh, uh, yes? Roger, stop rocking in the chair. You're fucking driving the dog crazy. The parakeet's going to shit all over the fucking cage. All right. Esther's making me nuts now. All right. I'm sorry, Susan. <clears throat> to, uh, to Susan. I, I, I do love her voice. I do, I, I do, too. She's so hot. I can think of several thousand people who are not going to like her voice. No, they're not going <laughs> to But as long as I like it, that's all that matters. It's in, baby. Uh, to uh, little Timmy and his birthday procession. Well, hopefully his 34th is a little better. If they run that procession one more time, I'm throwing... what? Fuck me. The possession? Yeah. I hope he gets possessed. Yeah, by the sex cocks in hell, Marin. <laughs> To uh, Linda Blair. She was hot up until the pea soup. Yeah. And the and the spinning of the head, stabbing herself, yelling, fuck me, fuck me. That was a little creepy. Let Jesus fuck you. Let Jesus fuck you. Is that Insane Clown Posse? <laughs> fuck you. I'm volunteering in the back like a vertebrae. Fuck critics. Fuck your review. Even if you like me, Marin. Fuck you. Fuck your mom. Fuck your mama's mama. Fuck the BT boys and the Dalai Lama. Those are the real lyrics. That's a big wow. fuck Mountain Dew. Marin. <laughs> <laughs> Dice. Apes. Wow. 